This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered. I am Adam Rosted. We're so glad you could join us. This is the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. On today's episode, we're drinking, well, I don't know what we're drinking because Cole has sent me a mystery sample from our personal courier and uh, it's going to be good. But before we get that, let's get down to just a little bit of business. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit the subscribe button. While you're there, you can leave us a rating and a review. Ratings help us know or help people find us and reviews help us know what you like about the show, maybe what you'd like to see different. If you'd like to play a bigger part in the show, you can go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. That's the business. Here's the podcast. Cole, I, I have some news for you. Um, just me, just uh, my face is we're doing this on Instagram. We're, we're streaming it live. So say hello to the Instagram world over the phone. Hello. How are you doing, Cole? Doing good. Yeah, it's been a good week. Um, I got to hang out with some friends this morning. We uh, went target shooting in the middle of the desert in no. uh, nice. Arizona. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's always good to, you know, let out a little stress that way. Yeah. Um. And then otherwise, yeah, it's been a fun week. Um, we talked about uh, one of our um, patrons, um, Caleb Olson. He sent us some samples, so I'm really excited about those. Uh, he sent four samples. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then uh, and so and and Caleb, another shout out, real quick. He gave me some inside information on where to find a specific bottle in my area i haven't tried it yet that's awesome to go but i'm gonna be there like after this episode i'm like gonna drive over to this place and like hopefully get some good yeah stuff but what, what bottle guy. what bottle was it it was a um barrel picked eagle rare oh and nice that means a lot to me so yeah. i'm on top of it so very cool uh yeah. so, so you had you had a fun morning it sounds like i have never uh, gone yeah. out to the desert and shot but i have gone out uh into the woods and shot yeah yeah it's fun either way i enjoy uh just like i'll set up some some soda seltzer cans and just watch them explode yeah which is a lot of fun yeah very cool but otherwise you know doing great doing um you know chugging along loving work um and then yeah looking forward to the summer except people tell me i should worry about that here oh Um, because it's gonna get hot there in the arizona sun huh yeah, oh my goodness, it broke 95 the other day. It was almost 100 the other day. Oh, that's disgusting. It is, uh, but I'm trying not to like get my mind into thinking that that's the worst thing in the world because that'll make me really sad this summer. Right, right. Um, so I'm trying to like adjust my body and my mind to this weather. Yeah. But uh, uh, real yeah, quick, but real how quick, are you doing? I'm doing. Oh, go ahead. I'm doing well. Uh, real quick, you know, like I said, we're doing this for the first time on Instagram. We're live streaming, it, and I just want to say. What's up back to the mash and drum? We are just recording an episode of the podcast and decided to try and see what it's like here on uh, Instagram. Um, and spe- oh, I like that. Yeah, speaking of Instagram and, and doing videos and things like that, uh, I wanna, we want to let our listeners know once more that uh, every Thursday I am doing a special show called Thirsty Thursdays with Adam where we just kind of sit down, have a drink, and talk and have fun together. Uh 
only two more of those will be on Instagram live. Uh, from the from then on out, it'll be only for our Patreon subscribers. So if you want to get access to those for as little as one dollar a month, you get access to our videos. If you go to Patreon.com/slash/ChillFiltered, and that would be good. But yeah, to answer your question, I'm doing well, Cole. I uh, yeah, I I had I. I so wow, I'm stumbling. Yeah, uh, you know, last episode we talked about my my little drinking mishap where I I drank too much <laughs> uh, yeah. a couple nights before, and uh, so I haven't had anything to drink uh, all week. And then last night I finally had something, and uh, I lost ten pounds in a week <laughs> from not drinking. You are kidding! Me. I know. Isn't that insane? That is unbelievable. Yeah. So. Uh, who knows? Hey, I, congrats! Yeah, I, I'm. It's gonna get packed right back on, but whatever. I, you know, I don't <laughs> care. Um, but yeah, no, life is good. I uh, I got uh, I started a new training thing at work, and what typically takes three weeks to pass out of, uh, I did it in three days, and they were like, "Oh, you don't need to train on this. Like, you have a handle on it." So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, no, that's great. Um, how's how's your wife? Oh, she's good. Good. Yeah. She, uh, well, we, me, and some dudes went shooting. She actually was hanging out with one of the dudes' wives, so had a good time with that. But yeah, she's she's also in the same boat when it comes to the weather. She's like, I'm not gonna like let myself hate this weather. Yeah. I'm going to at least just bear it for the at a minimum. So sure. But yeah, we're having a fun time as always. Well, that's good. What about Ashley? How's she doing? Ashley's good. She is, uh, I'm so glad that we're recording right now. She is at her parents' house helping put in the pier in the lake. And uh, that is something I hate doing. And I grew up doing that Uh because my grandparents had a cottage on a lake. And uh, Mm -hmm. when they sold theirs and I didn't have to do that anymore, I had it was like i am never doing this again like i hate this it's the worst does it include getting out in the mud and stuff well getting out in the water yeah yeah and like yeah like the the muddy i don't know why but every year ashley's dad decides to do it in april uh and uh hey the deadlows just joined in on instagram so you know hi deadlows uh hey deadlows thanks for your order on our merch store uh uh, yeah. you can, we'll, we'll put the merch store link in the show notes for this episode. If you're watching on Instagram right now, you can go to our bio and click the link for our merch store. Um, but yeah, Ashley's dad always chooses as early as possible in the year to put the pier in. And so the water is freezing and I, Ooh. so I, I would not do it anyway, but, uh, I, I for sure was not going to go out today. I think the high today is like 40 degrees. I am not going out to put a pier Holy in the water. Cow. So that's what she's doing. Wow. She's a better person than I am. But is it getting nice? Is it getting a lot nicer in uh, Madison right now? Well, last week or earlier this week, I guess it was, we had a a day in the seventies. It was like 72 degrees. That must've been nice. And then like two days later it snowed. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. It was nuts. It was nuts. That's funny. Um, all right. Anything else during our little, uh, BS time here? No, I think I'm ready for the uh, next portion. All right. Well, uh, hey, Cole, can you tell us what we're drinking today? Huh? 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 I can tell us that it is a whiskey, and oh, it's going to be good. And I actually, thought I was going to trick you. Yeah. No, not this time. You might have gotten me, but um, could I, would it work if I told you to take off your, your headset or whatever? Would you hear what I'm about to say to the uh, listeners out there? 
Uh, here's the problem is that uh-huh. if, if I did that, I could make it so I wouldn't hear it, but then I wouldn't know when to come back with the headphones. Oh, I'll give you five seconds. All I have to say is one thing. Okay, hold on a second. I, I'll let you know when to do it, okay? Okay. All right, go ahead. All right. Listeners, I have a feeling that Adam is going to say this is the best whiskey he's ever had in his life. That's just what I'm saying. All right, Adam, you can come back in. Five seconds is up. You can listen. Okay, you're still talking. I can't hear you, but you are still talking. If you're done, stop talking, and I can see on the board that you're not talking anymore. Okay, I think you're done. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was ridiculous. Uh, All right. Well, there's what Cole said, and uh, we'll take a really quick break and then get back and drink this mystery whiskey. Uh, and all that stuff. So let's take a quick break. All right, here we are back from break. Uh, it's I, I, I don't think I've ever been more nervous to record an episode of the podcast, Cole. Really? Yeah, I just, I like, I have no idea what to expect here. I, like, I don't know if you're fooling me and it's going to be a terrible whiskey or if it's going to be a really good whiskey. So all I'm going to say is it's definitely not a terrible whiskey. Not at all. Well, as we've learned, though, uh, whiskey, it's so subjective. Who knows if it's terrible? Like, I might think it's terrible, but oh, well. Um, no, I have a... I have a feeling you're going to like this one. Good. I'm going to hold this uh, sample bottle up to our camera here. As you can tell by Cole's fancy handwriting, it is Mystery Whiskey number one. It's got a nice color. Um, it's not too dark, but it's, I'd say, in the the mid-range for darkness. Yeah. But, uh, so so how, you pour it? Yeah. So pour it and then let it, let it warm in your hand a little bit is what I'm going to tell you, as, you, as best you can with your glass. Should I warm it in the, in the sample bottle first? Yeah, do that. That's that, probably that would be idea. way easier. Easier. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm gonna pop my bottle. Okay. Mm. Ooh, is a nice bassy one. Um, Much wow. I, I am I supposed to take a guess at what this is or what? Uh, no, like, I, I. I mean, you could. Um, yeah, I mean, I can assure you, you've never had it. Okay. Um, Let me ask you this: Are I, you, are you gonna tell me the style of whiskey it is, or am I have am I gonna have to try and figure that out too? You know, I have a feeling you'll actually figure out the style. Okay. Yeah. Watch it be scotch, and it's super peaty, and I'm not gonna like it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's the best scotch ever, but you're like, I hate scotch, uh, <laughs> peaty scotch. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw before, actually while I was researching uh, articles for Whiskey World News this week, I. Uh, um came across one that was like why pete is good and it's here to stay or something like that and i was like no don't I saw something like that yeah so all right well i'm done warming it i'm gonna pour okay, pour it on up but i am then, uh, only gonna do a little bit because we got to save some for the infinity bottle the chill filtered infinity you might not want to save some of this for the infinity bottle uh, i'm going to oh you might regret it i'm not gonna regret it man not for the infinity bottle's sake but for the enjoyment's sake well it is what it is. I'll enjoy this okay. uh, this glass here. So, do you want me to start smelling it, or like I, I guess like you're yeah, in charge here it. today? Yeah. So you start out with the notes you're getting, and then I'll like compliment them with what I'm getting. But you start first. Holy balls! Yeah. Right. It right? smells so good, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It, what do you it, smell? Uh, you you talk while I smell. So, um, yeah, I'll talk color because that's one of the things we're on the same page. I guess some of the listeners on Instagram are watching, but it's a darker color for sure. Um, I would say a little more than most. So it's a yeah. rye is what I'm guessing. I'll give you that. It is a rye. Is it? Is it Saz 18? No. Oh, okay. No, I admit, wait until you taste it, man. It is so candy. Wait a second. Okay, I, I, I have so many guesses, but like there's no way. Like some of my guesses are bottles that there's no way you spent the money to get it. Like what? Like that, that Boss Hog from uh, whatever it is. Oh, like the, yeah, the Spirit of Mauve one? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that. I'll show you that. So I get, I get yeah, some. Yeah, the retail uh, is 500. Right. I get some pancakes on here. Uh, I get a lot of candy. Uh, and uh, some really good confectioner spices. All right, go for the sip. All right, while you sip, I'll talk a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I. Let's just say I pulled some strings to get this bottle, and um, I had a very good friend that was able to hook me up with a, a certain trade. Um. So I uh, was lucky. Yeah. It is so smooth. Yeah. It is very smooth. I think so. It's but you know what's weird is it I think it's a pretty hot whiskey, but mm-hmm. but how smooth it is kind of balances that. And I can also tell right away that you were right that warming it was the right thing to do. I think that yeah. warming the, the the warming it is what gives it a lot of its smoothness. Yeah. Uh how about sorry. that finish? Yeah. I love the finish. <laughs> I, I got to take another <laughs> drink. Ooh, I'm suddenly getting apples on the finish, actually. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, keep keep sipping because this is it's a good one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Got a Did, cough. It's it is a little potent. I'll give you that. Mm. What do you think? Oh, it's 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 spicy in all the right ways. It's so good, dude. So. It, Go ahead. Is it better than uh, uh, what's that one you have? The um, Kentucky Owl. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, not for my money. Yeah. The, uh, the the Kentucky Owl rye is just a little bit sweeter than this one is, and I like that sweetness. Mm. I I love this bottle so much. Yeah. Any uh. Yeah. Any other notes you want to say before I give it away? Um, there's a weird, not weird, but a, a note that I can't quite place. It's a food note, but I can't, I can't place it. So I don't know. You, 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 uh, you do your thing. You tell me what this is. Yeah, I'm getting a little honey personally, and uh, yeah, maybe that's what I'm like. I actually more like honeycomb, like eating raw honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. So this bottle is a bottle that you you wanted me to get a long time ago. Do you remember what that was? Uh, no. <laughs> Let's just say you said you said can you if you can ever get this bottle for me, get this bottle for me. Okay. And it's a rye. Yeah, I can't. It's a cast strength rye. Man, I have no idea. This is lot forty cast strength. No, really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, how did you get this? 
So I knew a guy who yeah. had a bottle, and I actually was able to trade him um, a portion of, like, not not that I gave him a portion of a bottle, but um, I was able to trade him a George T. Stag, and then an extra something, like an extra bottle, basically, from him. But uh, pretty much this was valued at about 300 350 Really? And the Stag was valued at about 400 450 and so I basically made that trade, and I was like, "Adam's gonna love this." So for I'm glad sure, you like it. I am stoked. Uh, you know, I, so I I can't I totally forgot about this whiskey. And, and when you asked about Kentucky Owl, that should have given it away because um, the guys on the podcast uh, compared yep, exactly. compared these two, and they were like, they said they're either neck and neck or lot forty, maybe even better. I don't think it's better. It, yeah. it is very close. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, yeah, now you now you got to um, give us some history on the lot forty and the brand and everything. Yeah, let's do it. Meanwhile, I'm gonna put a little drop a, or drop a drop in here. Man, I I almost don't even want to put a drop in because this is so good as it yeah. is. Well, you I, only have so much. I got I a whole bottles worth. I am so ticked, <laughs> <Hold> man. <laughs> um. Mm. All right, I'm gonna it's do one more sip this here. Bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Meanwhile, I will tell some history. Um. First of all. It is cough worthy this one, and it's only 110 proof. You're a wuss um, if you're coughing on this. This is so smooth. No, dude. not no, um, uh, no, man. Um, so first of all, Canadian whiskey, and that's whiskey without an e. Um, here are some rules for it: must contain alcohol distillate. Hey, Robbie, it was nice grain. having you on Instagram. Sorry for interrupting, Cole, but Robbie, we'll see you oh, later. Good. Oh, we'll see you guys. Um. Yeah, made from cereal grain that's been mashed and distilled. Must be aged in small wood for at least three years in Canada. All the things in Canada. And then it must be at least 40% alcohol by volume. And that's basically it for Canadian whiskey rules. That leaves technically a lot of options, um, including like flavoring. You could add flavoring, which a lot of um, Canadian whiskeys actually do, but not all of them do. Uh, and there's kind of an extra rule with that, and it says it has to possess the aroma, taste, and character generally attributed to Canadian whiskey. So it has to like taste like whiskey, especially like Canadian style. Right. But typically, in Canada, they will do blends of quote single grain whiskeys. And by single grain, I don't mean the single grain that you'll get from like Irish whiskey, uh, where they'll use a uh, coffee still. Um, but they are like a column still um, or yeah, column still. And, but what they mean by single grain is like, they will do a hundred percent corn whiskey or a hundred percent rye whiskey or a hundred percent wheat whiskey. And they'll like blend it afterwards. So that's typically what you'll see in Canadian whiskey. Now the lot 40 um, distillery is uh, owned by Corby Spirits, which is technically 46% owned by Pernod Ricard, which is a big conglomerate we've talked about before. Yeah. Uh, the brand was originally um, uh, like set up in the 1990s. The And it's technically not Lot 40. It's technically Lot Number 40 Sure, uh, is the um, actual drink. But um, yeah, it was revived from uh, when they had it back in the late 1990s, and it started back up in 2012. Uh, but they restarted as just a 86 proof release, but the mash bill was 90% rye and 10% malted rye. So 100% rye, but part of it was malted. 
And then um, it was aged seven to eight years, which is pretty good. And I hear amazing things about Lot 40 Standard, especially for a rye. Um, nothing near, as, as I imagine, as good as this is. Um, but the distillery is in Windsor, Ontario, which is literally like right next to Detroit. Um, yeah. And uh, this cast strength was the first edition. What we uh, drinking right now is the first edition. I believe there are only two editions out so far, but there were only 400 or 4,968 bottles in this first edition. And we specifically have bottle number 2985. And uh, it was aged in New Oak. And it was a 12 years and it was 100% rye. And you can pretty much only buy it in Canada, this cast strength variety. And it was about $70 retail. But like I said, it was about three to 300 or 350 um, in terms of the market value. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to talk about rye whiskey real quick. All right. Um, well, hold on one second. Rye, yeah, you're good. Because uh, I just tasted it with water in it. The water definitely brought out the sweetness even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely made it more uh, accessible, I guess. Uh, and I think it's so too. really, really good. Let me ask you, Cole, have you had the regular Lot 40? I have. Yeah, when I worked at the bar, I've had it. I don't remember it too well, but I have had it, yeah. Okay, I haven't had it, and so I was just wondering what the comparison is, I guess. Oh, it's. I mean, it's a good rye. I mean, it definitely tastes like... Um, I would say something like Sazerac, but a little richer, um, and maybe not in the in the like it's better than Sazerac way, but it's definitely like very rye like. Right. Um, All right, continue. Yeah. yeah, but like rye grain, uh, apparently, or like the rye, you know, plant wasn't always an American thing. Like corn was. Um, it was originally brought from Turkey and Central Europe, and so they brought it to America, and in that case, Canada. I almost said Canada as well. Um, and, uh, it hasn't, it's been kind of like quote the persecuted, uh, whiskey in America, uh, when the whiskey rebellion came around in like, uh, the late 1700s, a lot of rye distilleries went under and then in prohibition, a lot of rye distilleries went under as well. And then even post prohibition corn, like bourbon took over. Yeah. Uh, But now rye is like kind of taken over again, which is kind of cool. But uh, specifically, Canadian rye is often 100% rye mash bill. But that's typically because that's just how Canadians do it in terms of making whiskey, is they'll usually do like, quote, single grain um, things. So if you're drinking rye, it's usually, if you're drinking like a rye, you know, they, they, they call it a rye. It's usually 100% rye. All right. But otherwise, you'll get like Crown Royal, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you tasted it with the water? Yes, and I'm actually actually about to put an ice cube in it too. Yes, our our resident cube dropper. Now that I don't really do that anymore, I drop cubes for a living. That's right. Well, for a living, I don't know about that. Mmm, 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 mmm. Did it Not change better. it a lot? Oh, okay. Oh, it changed it a lot. Not better, but still fantastic. Oh my yeah. goodness, I love it. Didn't expect for it to be as good. There's no of that unpleasant bitterness or kind of that sourness. It is perfect. And I could drink it like this all the time, but I'd much rather drink it neat. Yeah. I, I think neat is the way to go on this one. Uh, there, I, I I don't feel like many of the ryes we've tried with ice in it, we've thought, oh, wow, this definitely makes it better. I think the Rendezvous had, maybe not better, but it was yeah, you're right. good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So are we at the point where we're going to give this a rating? I think so. 
All right. Well, you tell me what you think. Um, I I've actually decided to to work on my rating system. I will give it a number, and I'll always give it a number. But I'm going to give it a secondary rating as well, and I'm putting together my methodology for that. But it'll probably be something along the lines of I'll never drink it again. Right. Um. Meth hey, Co- hey, Cole. Really my quick. Second one. Cole. Really uh-huh. quick. Somebody on Instagram uh, just at they joined late and they asked what whiskey we're drinking, and uh, it's Mad Town Marketer is the Instagram person, and we are drinking. Uh, Lot 40 Cask Strength. It is a yep. c- Canadian whiskey. It's a rye whiskey. Uh, you can get Lot 40 in the States, but the Lot 40 Cask Strength you cannot find in the States, uh, usually in, in market. You got to find it in the secondary market. And this bottle, Cole, you said was how much? Um, in terms of uh, retail was about 70 at in Canada, and then um, market value is about 300 to 350 yeah uh so yeah Yeah. sorry for interrupting but go ahead and continue with your rating system here oh yeah so i'm gonna go like i'll never drink it again and then i'm gonna go to meh which is things like uh, jameson where it's like i could drink it again but i don't love it at all um and then i'll go up to the point of like exceptional and then i'll also go top 10 whiskey i've ever had and this fits in the latter in my opinion i think that you should also include in there the the i i like the the options of buy it buy a bottle or order a pour you know what i mean yeah for sure so i yeah. i always like yeah, i always I like, like to that. keep that in mind for sure for sure so you but you said um, this, this is towards the upper echelon of your rating yeah, system i would put this in the top 10 whiskeys i've ever had in my life really top 10 yeah yeah absolutely yeah, I I think this was better than Saz eight or um yeah Saz eighteen, and I think it's better than Thomas H Handy. I do think it's personally better than Kentucky Al. Um, I love this bottle so much. I was yeah, so it's, glad really I got it. it's really good. It's really good. I uh, so um, number um, rating, I would give it a. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead, man. No, yeah, number rating, I'd give it a nine point seven. Wow, I uh yeah. I had something sad just happened. Uh, one of my mustache hairs fell into the glass. Uh, I I know like I'm I like it's so good that I might as well just drink it but I was also able to just turn the glass and get the mustache hair (laughs) caught on a specific side of the bottom of the glass so now it's not in the liquid but um I think uh I'm not gonna go in depth as you uh but I but I like your system uh initially when we were talking about giving this a rating uh 9.5 came to me um Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to go lower though. I'm going to say 9.3. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I would agree with you though. It's, it is in my top 10 whiskeys that I've ever had. Nice. That's good. Mm. It's very, very good. So when I got this bottle, I tasted it pretty much the first day I got it. I was like, I just got to know. Right. And um, since then I'll come home from work and I'll be like, Maybe I should treat myself. <laughs> and then I'll like <laughs> go over to the thing. I'm like, no, I shouldn't. It's too like, you know, it's too fancy. Plus, like, I might never find a bottle of this for one, the same price, but I might never there's only five thousand bottles basically. Yeah. Um, but I have it's it's basically three quarters full at this point. And wow. I but part of that was sending you a two ounce pour. Right. Um Man, you're and, so generous. Yeah, but it's nah. No, I, I was thinking about giving you a whole bottle, and I was like, no, I probably shouldn't. 
Yeah. I was like, it's too good. It's too good. <laughs> Not um, that I don't love you. You know what I mean? No, I, I got you, man. It's it's all good. Um, So, yeah. uh, so again, sorry, I'm, I'm distracted at how good this is. Um, so this has been the lot 40 cask strength. Uh, it, it was worth the, the mystery and surprise. Uh, it was very good. Nice. Um, Cole, can you uh, remind us what we're drinking next week? Or maybe we should talk about it right now and figure out what we're drinking next week. No. Yeah, I wanted to drink the, uh, it's called the Town Branch Single Barrel. Um, it's out of, I believe, Louisville, Kentucky. And okay. it's a micro distillery. And um, yeah, I got that from Tim and Sarah Murray. Uh, they shared that sample with both of us. They sent a full sample for both of us. Couple of, uh, of so our like Patreon subscribers there. Exactly. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're drinking next week. Uh, once again, this has been the Lot 40 Cast Strength out of Canada. It's a rye and it's delicious. If you can get your hands on some, you should. Uh, Cole, are you ready to to learn some things about whiskey and have a discussion about it? I sure am. Good, because it's time for Whiskey World News. All right, Whiskey World News is the part of Chill Filtered where we take an article that we find online, we read it, we talk about it, we give credit to the website we got it from and to the author. Uh, we don't ever want to try and claim these as our own. Today's article comes from gearpatrol.com and it is written by ooh, will price so gearpatrol.com written by will price the title is should this 35 dollar bourbon really have won best whiskey of the year again should this 35 dollar bourbon really have won best whiskey of the year on March 24th, San Francisco World Spirits Competition, judge and whiskey writer Fred Minnick announced to the world that a $35 bourbon Henry McKenna single barrel bourbon had won the competition's most prestigious award, Best in Show. The internet wasn't happy about it. It started with bourbon lovers. Every post, tweet, story, and forum announcing the historic win was followed by a string of commenters asking, but why my bourbon? They were right to be concerned. Bottles that win big at competitions, like the San Francisco World, whatever it's called, uh, trigger a run on the banks. Liquor stores flood with bottle hunters, stocks run low, and prices rise. In past years, this wouldn't have mattered since 2008... Every whiskey to win best in show has either ha, has been either extremely limited or extremely expensive. The last yeah. readily available winner was Highland Park's 12-year-old single malt, which goes for about $50 at the right store. Henry McKenna single barrel is different. It's a widely distributed bourbon that until last month could be found just about anywhere for under $40. It's also a dying breed. $35 at retail gets you a bottled in bond single barrel 10 year old juice that's distilled and aged by one of the country's most storied and reputable spirit makers. In a whiskey environment where age statements, distilling information and transparency are fading, it was a Goldilocks of sorts. A few... A few days after the initial groaning had quieted, a post published on the on Breaking Bourbon began with, and then there was one, and you'll probably never taste it. The author didn't mean you'll never track down a bottle. He meant you'll never try the winning bottle. Henry McKenna is a single barrel expression 
meaning cole you okay over there i'm dying man i got something yeah. in my throat but keep yeah, going geez oh, okay henry mckenna is a single barrel expression meaning there's more variance bottle to bottle than a regular run of bourbon it's likely only a few hundred shares of the bottle that won the competition number 4976 are floating around in the world right now According to Minnick, who served as a competition judge since 2012, this upset wasn't pulled out of thin air. The Henry McKenna single barrel won double gold best single barrel bourbon and best bourbon at the same competition last year. To me, that shows consistency, and I've always thought that Henry McKenna was one of the more consistent single barrels, Minnick said. You can find the final group of doubters all around the internet, though Reddit and Twitter seem to be their preferred meeting place. Their question is more fundamental. Of all the high-end, limited-edition whiskeys judged, how does a value bourbon take the crown? I honestly don't get the hype, tatering, or how the, uh, the F-word this juice wins awards wrote somebody on reddit even a few years ago it was better in my honest opinion than currently and still just average if that by tatering they meant whiskey noobs paying obscene prices for less than stellar bottles i don't know if tatering i don't i've never heard that word uh hmm. of course availability and price don't mean squat on their own sometimes like stag jr or elijah craig small batch both ready, readily available, could absolutely beat something rare in a blind or even open tasting, Minnick said. The fact is, you just don't know in these competitions. In his time judging, Minnick's had years where he didn't meddle heavy hitters like Buffalo Trace's antique collection. He once gave Pappy 23, which can go for upwards of $6,000, a bronze. To anybody who questions this process, get all your friends in a room, have somebody pour you the product, but not know the brand name and taste. Minnick said, see how you rank them. You will be surprised. I am every year. So that's the article today, Cole. What do you think about these smaller value brand bottles winning these huge things? And then now they're going to be impossible to find for a reasonable price. Um, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I think one of the cool things I heard in that article was at the very end, Fred Minnick mentioning like you put them side by side and take off their label. And then you tell me, and I thought that was very, actually a very good point because really homeboy doesn't really know what he's drinking. He just says how much he enjoys it. I mean, he might kind of get a glimpse of the, you know, this really tastes like Eagle rare or something like that. Right. Um, but he, I like that about him, but in terms of, um, running off the shelf, yeah, it's going to happen. Um, I mean, that happened with Pappy back in the day that happened with, uh, Japanese whiskey. That happened with Buffalo Trace products. That happened with, you know, a lot of brands that, you know, will win a lot of awards and then you'll no longer see them. Um, yeah. I think the real, like, the real example of that was was uh, Japanese whiskey, where, like, it was easy to get um, a Yamazaki 12 or even a Yamazaki 18. It was like, you can get it on the shelf. Um, meanwhile, they won in, I believe, 2014, the World Whiskey of the Year by um, Jim Murray. And you couldn't find Japanese whiskey after that for a while. And now it's starting to come back, but on the lower end stuff. Uh, right. But it's still really hard to find Yamazaki 12. And uh, when it's, you know, like five years later. So it happens. It definitely happens. But it's, yeah. But I'm okay with Henry McKenna winning. Um, I respect especially this the um, San Francisco International Spirits Competition because they do a great job in blind tasting. And I respect that a lot because, you know, Jim Murray won't do that. He will, um, 
I believe I'm almost positive that he knows what he's getting and knows what he's drinking before he um, drinks it, which doesn't mean that he's, you know, biased or anything, but it probably, it probably does mean he's somewhat biased, at least mentally. Like he's like, well, this is always a good brand. So I think I'm going to like it or something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, it sucks for people who, you know, that's been their bottle for a long time. Uh, but I, you know, that this is how industry works. Things get big yeah, and business, they get hard baby. to find. So that's, uh, that's life. Deal with it, guys. Yeah. Suck it um, up. I feel good. Do you feel good? I feel great. Awesome. Uh, remind us once again what we're drinking next week. Yeah, we're drinking a bourbon called Town Branch Single Barrel. And that'll be... Um that's out of uh, Kentucky. I believe it's Louisville, Kentucky. So, Awesome. Uh, once again, this has been the episode where we had Lot 40 Cask Strength, the rye whiskey out of Canada. Good luck finding it. Again, Cole got this bottle. It was valued around $350 in the secondary market uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, Cole, I hope uh, you have a good week, my brother. You too. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, and once again, listeners, uh, and just so you know, listeners, there was some weird stuff on this episode where I was interrupting Cole and talking to people on Instagram. Maybe we'll do this every now and then where we, we record a full episode of the podcast and do it on Instagram live. Uh, but also, listeners, uh, two more times, the next two Thursdays, uh, I will be streaming on Instagram for Thirsty Thursdays with Adam, where I have a glass of whiskey with you and talk to you, and we're uh, doing an infinity bottle and all that good stuff. And But after that, you can only find them on our Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered, and for as little as $1 a month, you can get access to all of the videos that we post. Uh, and also, uh, if you just go, if, if you want to support what we're doing, if you enjoy what we're doing, Cole and I do this for free. We take time out of our days, and uh, I know that people like to pay for the things that they enjoy, and so we're happy to be able to give you that option. And then also, in the show notes, you will find our merch store to get T-shirts. Um, there's mugs, things like that, uh, with chill-filtered swag, basically. So go check that out if you want to support us as well. All right, all of you listening, hope you're well, hope you're good. But most of all, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs>